Hello and welcome to the Video Gamer UK podcast. My name is Chris Bratt, not Matt Lees. And it's I'm a weird joined, name. Yeah, it's, my parents are quite odd with yeah, uh, name choices. Strange. Uh, I'm joined by Mr. Simon Miller. I'm Simon Miller, not Chris Bratt. <laughs> Mr. Steve Burns Burns. Yep. And we've got a new nickname for... for David Scammell, Scam Jam. Mm. Unbelievable. Can we get Unbelievable. Same, Ripping sorry, my nicknames off we? on air. I, I, I made Miller. a nickname. <laughs> Miller came up <laughs> the with The Royal Wee. No one else. <laughs> Can we get this talking a wee? Can we get this over quickly, please? Because I've just realised that I need the toilet. Oh, and, uh, God. This is... And this could be a disastrous podcast as a result. If you wee in the middle of this podcast, you're never doing this again. This is awful. I can't believe you waited till the very start. You... I'm sorry, I brought a drink in with me as well Don't to make it even worse. drink Oh my did God. Did no one yeah. ask him before we left if he needed the toilet? Oh, if dude. you do this again, I'll turn this car around. <laughs> no one gets to go to Walton Towers. Or SummerSlam. But I'll talk about it. <laughs> Uh, has anyone been playing video games this week? I think you've you like yesterday you did a uh, Last of Us kind of uh, spoiler special. Yeah, that's up now. And oh, I, I don't was, think we need to talk about the Last of Us anymore. Yeah, no. I'm all Last of Us did out. I was I was freaking out yesterday because every time I needed to walk past this room, I could just I could I didn't hear much, but I'd, I'd hear the odd word just slip out of this room. I was I was terrified <laughs> that I was just going to spoil it for myself. So you realised it was all a dream, right? Yeah. I, I was when I completed it and it pulled Wait, back out. What? from the screen Stop it. and it was Nathan Drake playing it in his it. pants laughing I was like wow you know <laughs> well that what? was unexpected <laughs> yeah didn't expect that to happen okay Dave we'll start, we'll start with you my friend how you doing have you playing any fun video games yeah 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 I've been playing Hotline Miami on Vita oh have you yeah how's it controlled which Simon reviewed during the week but um, no you know what at first I wasn't sure about the Vita controls because mm-hmm. um, it's quite twitchy and the sticks aren't particularly built for twitchy type things but after a while it uh yeah great it's converted me because i thought hotline miami on pc was a little bit overrated do you prefer this version then is that what you're saying i do prefer it yeah it feels more like a twin stick shooter that's that's the thing um there are some uh kind of complaints that yeah obviously mouse and keyboard is going to be faster but Mm. you know it's top down twin sticks does suit a game like hotline miami at least from what i've seen Mm. um yeah and you've you've liked it so far well, I finished it last night, What's so that? I must have done yeah. must have done something for me. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's it looks great on the Vita as well. The screen, the colours really on the sharp, screen, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's much better than the PC version. And the soundtrack in your headphones. I'm playing it on the train, which is really weird because yesterday I noticed this guy was watching what I was doing on it, and obviously, yeah, Hotline Miami is a little bit. <laughs> it's not one of those games you necessarily want okay. to take out into the the real world. Yeah, and I thought to myself, serial killer. This guy doesn't think I'm a bit odd. I mean, everyone thinks I'm a bit odd, but I hope he doesn't think I'm about to uh, recreate. It was the kind of thing I imagine the, the, the Daily Mail going, this is what's wrong with youth today. Yeah. Like, You're not youth scammer anymore. Yeah, but what I'll, a horrible thing to say to someone. No, no, no. Youths are like 13 to 17-year-olds, aren't they? I wish I was. In the, eyes of, in the eyes of the media, as soon as you're over 18, you're an adult. That's what I'm referring to. Nah, fair enough. Uh, you've, been playing, you've been playing it as well a little bit in the office. Yeah, that's no, really seen. good. It's really Moorish. It's like crack. It's like once you had a little bit, you just need a little bit more. Um, I do find it exceptionally hard. I know that's not really the the, the going thing to say. It is, no, it is quite. I found it quite difficult when I played on PC. It's very I think it's where you it? play it. It's like, you know, one, After a while, you get into that that zone and yeah, you start yeah, yeah. zipping around. But, but start one, with one hit kills and all that. That's always yeah. well. I found sticking tough. to certain masks to help get through oh, certain yeah. levels. Mm-hmm. Just stick it, like you unlock new masks all the time with different abilities, but. Just stick with the tiger. Is there anything with the... new with the, the Vita version? Uh, is there a new mask? Am I right? I think, I think there, there is a new mask. I can't remember what the mask is, but no, there is the impressive. new. No, sorry, there is. It's the mask that's linked to turning the world black and white. Basically, yeah, it goes yeah, a bit yeah. kill. Is it Kill Bill? Where yeah, it turns yeah. it all yeah. black and white and red blood? Uh, didn't like it. 
Really? It's nah. all right. I mean, it's nice the fact that, you know... Because I, I think the real appeal of it is that if you like the game on your PC, the fact you now get to take it around with yeah. you is, is oh, quite yeah. fun. So to throw that in there is nice, but yeah, it's not... The black and white thing, I, fa- much. I found it hard to uh, navigate the maps because I couldn't work out what rooms... How the rooms were separated almost. Okay. Because like, different rooms are obviously separated by different colours, but when it's all black and white... Good point. I couldn't work out how I got out of certain rooms and how I... So, yeah, I tried it once or twice, and then I'm never going back to that. Mm, fair enough. Well, uh, at least it's, I guess it's, that's just a nice little bonus. You, you buy Hotline Mammy on the Vita because you already like Hotline yeah. Mammy, probably. I've been playing a bit of Grid 2 as well. Oh, have you? Yeah. You did which... an extended play on that back in the day. Yeah, it's all right. It's grown on me over a while, but um, it, it feels like more of the same. It feels like cheap and lazy. Ooh. Yeah. And there's nothing too much to it. It's a pretty generic racer, by all accounts. It's, it, it's really split opinion, though, hasn't it? Well, I think, um, has it? Like, yeah. Critically, it seems to have done quite well. Mm. But I, I browsed the official the forums now? the other day, really? and they're all like, great to me, shit. There's, wow. there's the split in opinion. There, there you well, go. Yeah, yeah but why? it's like, is why it, isn't, isn't that? It more of the, it's just more of the same, is it not? No, it, well, it is, but it feels like they've, it also feels like they've dumbed it down almost a little bit. Feels a little bit That's more. That's just game, isn't it? That's what games do now. It's playing it safe, racer. Appeal to as many people as possible. That I don't know. There's something. It's just there's no reason for me to buy it. It feels like every other racing game that I've played in the last seven years, as compared to the original Grid, which <sighs> the original Grid has a, a sense of style about it. I think it was one of the first games. It was it was one of the early Codemasters racers on this gen, so it looked really nice for a start and. What is Grid's thing? What's, what makes it different than other races? Um, What's your thing? Well, this one, it's... <laughs> there we are. Well, this one, thing? it's all about... It's pretty standard stuff, but it's about growing um, a league, essentially, from yeah. nothing. They compare it to the UFC, how the UFC came from nothing and went on to become... Who compares it to that? Codemasters. In the game? No, not in the game. Oh, in their, right, their build-up stuff. Dana White turns up. <laughs> they would do as well. Yeah. That's how, a terrible comparison. Yeah, how it grows into this global phenomenon. and But the idea is that the races progress from these kind of dull, static, empty cities to these big, extravagant... Yeah, as the league itself gets you know, like Yeah, you know the dirt games, all their courses are like fireworks and pyro shit everywhere, and it, it's quite exciting. Whereas this, Grid 2, is not exciting. It's very dull for about the first four hours. And by that point, it's like, if it hasn't grabbed you by then, people are just going to get rid of it. Yeah, I, I, when we played, uh, we did an extended play on it. I wasn't blown away by it, but I'm not really a, a racing fan, so I couldn't really tell if that was just... Well, the handling's really weird. The handling is very odd. It's Once you realise that it's actually a drift game, yeah. it all kind of clicks. But it wants you to think that it's almost like a proper racer. Proper it, racers aren't drifty. It doesn't games. have a magic fun button that everyone missed, does it? Well, this is the thing. For a while... <laughs> what game was that? Everyone Ridge Racer Ridge Unbounded. Ridge Racer Unfun Edition. Um, anyway, yeah, it's boring to talk about. It's quite boring to play for a good few hours, <laughs> but it sinks you. It sinks its hooks in after a while. It just takes too long to get there, basically. Yeah. So Grid 2 sucks. Well, yeah. it well, suck. no, you said it now. Yeah, said we're it. going black and white in this podcast. Yeah. Grid 2, rubbish. It's not as good as One a lot of people. There's a lot of people suggested. <laughs> um, Steve, how about yourself? Have you playing any, any better games than Grid 2? Well, unfortunately, I've just been catching up with The Last of Us. Ah, uh, yeah, of course, sure. yeah. Uh, so we won't talk about that apart from. Now I'm towards the end of the game and uh, slight moans about uh, inconsistent mechanics and climbing over gates aside. <laughs> it's very good. Simon, Simon looks angry. 
Yeah. I just don't. That's just with some work that me and Steve don't agree on. I don't think it matters. The height of Steve gates. Does. That's it. The yeah, height of that. gates in the left of us isn't important oh, I can't, to you, yeah. Simon. I can't climb over this gate. Don't worry. I've been able to boost you over every other thing like this. Oh, now I have to go and find a bin. But anyway, no. Bloody good game. And another bloody good game that I've been catching up with. Mm-hmm. Dark Souls on PC. Ah. Which I got from Green Man Gaming for something. I think they paid me. It was that cheap. <laughs> Uh, and it's brilliant. And I, I actually played it for like for the first time last night on the stream as well. It's pretty damn good. It's the thing about those games, uh, well, the series I should say is I hate like, I hate fantasy shit like that. So do I. It bores me to tears. <laughs> but there's guys. something, and I think you said it, Chris. It's so bleak, but the world is so big, and it doesn't really feel like you're actually impacting it in terms of you're not saving the world but you actually feel like you're moving through yeah, it. Yeah, and it feels like an adventure, in a way, in the purest form. And it doesn't need a comedy sidekick or a fucking wizard or any of that shit. It just needs you and a morning star and a lot of tenacity. Le- it's great. Last night we spent two hours in a place called the Chasm of the Abyss uh-huh. and died, so deadline day. died to the same boss about 30 times. <laughs> but were you learning? Yeah, well... Uh, Mm, yes, a little bit. Or, or just swearing. There. There's quite a bit of swearing. But surely one of the reasons you struggled so much is because you're in your pants. Um, that yeah, can't help. It doesn't the help. Situation, no, it, it definitely <laughs> doesn't help. me through life. Yeah, <laughs> we probably should just point out for anyone who hasn't watched the stream is referring to the character that we play. No, pants I'm man. To you, Chris. No, no. <laughs> uh, we don't actually. Although Matt's talked about doing the final episode in his pants, so you might have need to have a word with him at some point. Yeah, I don't really think anybody wants to see a man in his pants. I don't want to sit next to a man playing his pants. Oh, no, if he does it, you have to do it too. Put it on a premium site. Yeah, Scam will do it for free, you know, he'll jump right in there in his pants. Otherwise, (laughs) it'll be like the volleyball scene, Top Gun, where it'll look weird, because you know that was filmed afterwards, because they were like, we need more action in this action movie, or something to appeal. What says more action than volleyball? Yeah, but we need something to appeal to, like, I don't know, women, I suppose, so like, right, Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer and Rick Rossovich, whoever it is, get your tops off. Obviously, Anthony Edwards had not been in the gym. They were like, <laughs> keep a vest on. <laughs> it's, like, it's so embarrassing. Like, Ooh, Talking that's... of Tom Cruise, didn't you bump into Tom Cruise? Or somebody bumped into Tom Cruise? No, no, E3? no. That is a, an exaggerated story. That is three. That's some what people... someone's saying. Yeah, some people Tom went... Cruise and I hung out, man. Yeah. No, some people went to Soho House, which you only go to to see celebrities. And Tom Cruise happened to walk past some people. And that story soon oh turned God. into, I sat there and had a picture taken with Tom Cruise. Wow. Absolute but you know who I did bump into? Isla Fisher. Uh, I, I wish. At uh, the Microsoft conference, I was, we were leaving, weren't we, Miller? We were leaving the Microsoft E3 conference. And I put my hand out onto a rail because it was unsteady. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to fall. You were that excited. And then a hand went on top of mine. And oh. it was Michael Pachter's hand. <gasps> Michael Pachter. He touched me. And now I feel I have all of his powers. Yeah, did you was feel this, and like him they imparting it was like Highlander knowledge. It was like Highlander. Was this before or after we bumped into Dan Greenwald? Oh, this these, was this, this is turned into a, yeah. Well, when but I anyway, Michael Pactor. Uh, Michael Pactor uh, touched my hand, and now I know everything about video games. Well, who else should we drop? Well, yeah, it wasn't that. It's just that we kind of just walked into his car. We didn't walk into his car. Take <laughs> this story yeah. gets more extreme each if you, time. If you had walked into his car, you'd be dead because that's yeah, one of two in the entire world. No, it was a different car. No, it wasn't. One. No, they were the two cars. Were they? They were the two cars. We saw yeah, when I went. They were driving the, them around all week. When oh, I went right. to the event later on, because you know we saw Dan Greenwald getting out of these cars before E3, you know, doing car stuff, showing mm-hmm. off, and that's then I saw him and I interviewed him at the uh, Microsoft One kind of showcase thing later on in one of the evenings and that car was there and <laughs> yeah, he had about 700 interviews in front of the car but you know, and then, then there was a, an indie car and it's just like, 
You've got a lot of money, Microsoft. Dude, like, you've got yeah, all, I, get, I get it though. Like people that like Forza get well. Oh no, they, everyone's yeah. having photos. That's it the was, thing. They I, get hard ons for stuff like that. I heard that car ever... didn't have an engine in it. The really one on the one on stage. Did. Of course it but did. That's why I was told. There's why? only one and two on the world. Do you think they take the engine out of it? I got told it. Who told you that? Unless it was Dan. Uh, what's his face? I can't remember his name. Uh, I don't know. His suit doesn't fit me well. I was standing uh, there. Not mattering. I don't believe you. I was standing there in the queue to play Forza Five, and they were like. Did you know that car doesn't have an engine in it? And I don't know who they were. Someone else in the queue. And I was, uh, Whoever told you that needs to go to conversation was it the same, school. Was it the same person that sat and had a photo with Tom Cruise and then a meal with Tom Cruise? Yeah, and then exactly. Now they're going out with Tom Cruise and they're flying and now around. They are Tom Cru- I am <laughs> Tom Cruise. We walked past Phil Spencer, walking past oh, Denny's. So good. So um, good. Yeah, that was interesting. Dave, Dave Scam Jam Scammel, breaking all the big stories. Just dropping names. That car now, probably didn't yeah. have an engine. We're not dropping. Well, it's just the. We saw Kojima as well. Oh, Oh, okay, that's yeah. Kojima did take a picture of the World War Z banner that was up, that had a, on the skyscraper. He'd stood there. And There's a picture, picture this morning iPhone. on Kojima's Twitter feed of him on a metal horse. That guy's Twitter is one of my favorite things. In he this usually takes world. pictures of his food, doesn't he? And and then kind of like uh, like teasing pictures of like you know he, a grey fox. He'd be like, oh, here's the here's the cyborg he, ninja. He, What's coming next? He takes pictures of things that make him happy. That's what Twitter should be. Instead, we we all get cynical. Like and it's snarky. a dream. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's the that's the yeah, ideal. Yeah, but Kojima's in the minority. Yeah, so yeah. screwed. But a happy minority. But yeah, those are the games that I've been playing. Simon Simon Miller, the <laughs> Hello, janitor. Chris Bratt. How you doing? I just called you the janitor. I thought you'd like that. That's your yeah, pool nickname. Yeah. The janitor. Wow. Sometimes I clean up. Yeah. I came out with that before Brat tries to steal another one of my Oh, right. Oh, my God. You are, why are you so I, possessive of nicknames? Because everybody in my life, everybody still... I come up with names. That's somebody steals them work. and I have to start again. That's entirely how they work. Maybe in your world. <laughs> not in mine. Oh. Anyway, onto things that matter in this world. <laughs> I, mean, I played Game & Wario. Ah, yes, you did. I've never been so upset by anything in my entire life. You can put that on the box. <laughs> never been upset by anything in my entire life. Videogamer.com. <laughs> but if you played the WarioWare games, I'm yeah, sure most of you have. If you have not, games. go all the way back to the Game Boy Advance, and it was basically two to three second mini games, which required uh, sort of instinctive skill and mm-hmm. reflex, and they were they were mental. They were absolutely insane. Which made which was half the fun. Yeah. Because you know one would be you know a, a finger would be going back and forth. Across the bottom of the screen, there'd be a nose, and you'd time the button press to stick the yeah. finger up the nose. I like, heard you guys talking about it in, in the kitchen the other day. The, the, the idea of WarioWare is it's almost like Wario who has made his own game, and it's just this exactly. weird collection of crazy mini games. Yeah, and it, it looks, doesn't really feel like a Nintendo game almost, just no, because of how. But it, it looks garbage. It is. You know, it, you know, it's got low, low end production yeah. stuff, but that's, that's half it's, the charm. Now, what they've done with this one is they clearly made all those tech demos for when they released the Wii in... They uh, released it, announced it in 2011, 12, whenever it was. Wii U? Yeah, Years 2011, ago, right? 2011. And all the tech demos that were there, they've thought, right, we need to somehow jam this into a game. What franchise do we have? We can't just call it <laughs> Wii U tech demos. And they picked WarioWare. So gone is the, um, you know, quick, sporadic games. And in its place, a really long... Drawn out, boring of, mini games. Right. It's like this will last you an afternoon, and then you'll put it down and you'll never play it again. How much? How much is it? I don't even know. Thirty-five quid. I think so. What? I think it's like a proper. But I mean, it, it's, it's no different to other mini game collections. It's just not a good collection of I mini games. Know. Like some, there's one where again, they're all from that tech demo. So we saw the guy doing the shuriken stars as he was throwing them off the gamepad onto the screen. This time it's arrows, oh, so God, you yeah. shoot these things, so you're pulling the well, arrow back in, on the um, gamepad. What was it? Nintendo Land, wasn't it, as well? <sighs> the shuriken. Yeah, that, the shuriken. It's the same thing. This time you just use an arrow. I mean, th- there's, a, there's another one where... Um, I mean, the best one is the one that actually does ape the old games. But to try... Because the biggest problem with the game is 
they feel the need to some obviously whoever's leading this everything has to tie back into this whole gamepad tv mechanic well no it doesn't use the gamepad when it makes sense um so there's one where you do do the old stuff and there's kind of a lot of quick mini games but the twist is this time is it because the the guy doing it is nine volt who's a character that's been in, in all of them right um and he's staying up playing games and his mum wants him to go to bed so she every been now there. and then will you say been there yeah yeah we've all been there um <laughs> and, and then and she will keep popping her head in the room so what you have to do is you have to play the mini games on the gamepad but then you have to keep an eye on your TV to uh, make sure she okay. doesn't catch you. That sounds quite that's good. That's actually quite good. Yeah. And that's the, the only one where you 35 go... 35 quid. But it's, it, it, at least it's a twist that works. And you think, okay, there's a bit of tension It did look here. quite good when I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's still... It doesn't feel that well realised. And the other one I liked was the one we had to draw lines. I mean, that sums up that game. My favorite, second favourite game was one where it said, try and draw a three centimetre line. And you guess how long three centimetres is. It goes, oh, it's 2.8. Close, though. Cheers, mate. <laughs> is, is, it, is it doing anything that the DS couldn't do? No. I, I, definitely not. Does the Wii U at all do anything the 3DS couldn't do? Other than, other than graphically, obviously. Look, I wouldn't mind this collection coming out. I'd have no problem if it was called, I shouldn't be a marketing, Wii U Tech Demos 13. <laughs> I'd have no problem with that whatsoever. Because you would not buy a game called no, Wii U No, I wouldn't, but if, if they think there's a market for it, fine. But don't take the WarioWare brand and spin it like this, because that's not what WarioWare is. WarioWare is a very distinctive, very specific, unique run of games that people like. Don't just shoehorn this stuff into a brand that doesn't need it. It's unfair. Has it been branded as a WarioWare game? I know it's called Game and Warrior. I know. That's <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's probably... And that... it's got all the same art style, all the same... Yeah. I said in my review, I said, you may go, well, it's not called that, but just, just go and play it. It's identical. Like, it is the, the, the presentation is yeah. identical. Why has it taken so long? Wasn't it meant to be a launch game originally? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? It's I don't know. forever. So, yeah, it's really upset me. I just, it's, I like, I genuinely sat down and thought this will be, you know, a laugh, quote unquote. And I thought, you know, just a bit of fun to cheer up my day. And it wasn't. It's just, just upsetting the opposite. and poor and average and boring. I think I almost fell asleep at one point. Oh, no. So, yeah. Yeah. So you went from your expensive mini-games? No, not good. And uh, if you've got family, maybe sort of buy it, but, you know. I imagine there's better collections you could go for. (sighs) I don't know. I never really like mini-games. I think there's one good mini-game collection out there. Carnival Challenge or whatever it was. Nintendo Land itself is is a collection. I don't understand why this wasn't an update for Nintendo Land. Even, you can even call it Game & Warrior. Just, I guess you can't charge for it then, but just stick it in there. I don't understand. DLC, yeah, they're loving their DLC at the moment. Yeah, it's disappointing. It's very disappointing for the Wii U because I think this is one of the franchises that you know people like me... I would, I would have bought Wii U for, for this. If it really? Was really? I love WarioWare games. They're just hilarious. They're hilarious. <laughs> me and Steve just looked at each other yeah, like... No, what my, my point being is that I'm definitely going to buy one for 3D Land and um, Mario Kart 8 when they come out. Yeah. So if this had come out and it'd be a proper WarioWare game and I genuinely got entertained by it. I think, oh, I can drop the money now and I've already got investment for the future. Yeah, it'll only that's be about I mean. £8 by the time Mario... Well, that's true. Well, Mario Kart 8 is next year, isn't it? That's my point. What I'm saying is now I won't buy one to the end of the year. Well, I Whereas think... if this was really good, I thought I'll get one now because I can muck around Mario. I think they've got that the wrong way around, to be honest. I think they should have done Mario Kart for Christmas and Mario 3D for next it year. Depends where they are in development. I think though. Mario Kart would sell to more... Aren't their release dates pretty flexible anyway nintendo no but they've said it's 2014 so i doubt they'll bring it forward no they Mm. won't i don't think they will i don't know if donkey kong no it usually goes the way doesn't it mario 3d land i don't know i think people the kind of audience that have always bought wii are the kind of audience that don't buy games very often so i think if they were going to buy a wii u they've done it already and bought super mario new super mario brothers and then they'll see a new mario game out this christmas Uh, is it any different to the last one i don't think they've 
they've figured out how to sell the Wii U to the majority of the Wii crowd yet. It's still I don't that they've figured out the it? Wii U at all. Yeah, they've got me. Well, they've got three the D now and the uh, thing Mario Kart that, Eight. Maybe, yeah. But besides that, I think the only thing that benefits them is the fact that Microsoft have fucked up so incredibly badly. And um, same with Sony as well. We'll get onto that in, yeah. shortly. In I want to talk about what I played. I want to talk about what Star I played. Star Drive, uh, no, Captain I, Colossus's I, I feel I need world to, into indie land. I feel I need to uh, bring a bit of positivity in this into this podcast. I've been playing Company Heroes too, and it's very good. I'm jealous. Is it as good as Company yeah. Heroes One though? Uh, I, I haven't actually played it. Matt has, and he see, like he seems to think it's more of the same of that. Yeah, um, one same. But not necessarily same. in the. That was an argument you had against Grid Two, I guess, but. Um, well, it's think, been a long time. It's like eight years or something between Company, two games. Yeah, so. You say that though, but Company Heroes has had so many expansion packs. Like, what justifies this being a full well, release? It's, than... it, 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 this one is obviously the Eastern Front and it's focusing on yeah, the Yeah, but the like they told me originally started as an expansion pack idea. Yeah, I can imagine that's true. All right, Jeremy so, Packs is scandal. No, so it's GTA you know I mean? Vice City. I love Company Heroes. Go. I love the expansion packs. But I love sound, this game. I haven't played Company Heroes 2 yet, but by the sound of the reviews, it seems, that seems to be the biggest criticism, that it is more of the yeah. same. So I don't understand why they decided to... Because they, they, they had enough to... Like the campaign, <laughs> yeah, com- they, they had enough to make the campaign a full-fledged game. You're gonna, it's gonna, Apparently the campaign is shit. No, the, the beginning... No, no everyone's that, loving the no campaign. One said that, the story is a bit bunk yeah, from what I hear, but... That, well, who cares about the, the story of World War II or the, the, or the kind of dialogue between the characters? Well, the story strange. of World War II was told by Pearl yeah. Harbor. It wasn't very good, so... No, but I know the guy that... They're, they're, their historical knowledge uh, relic is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, Quinn Duffy. Yeah, Quinn Duffy is like a walking yeah, the historian. And I like him, I think, but... I was going to say, uh, to just address, like, the, I guess the, the complaints some people had with the beginning of the campaign, and we've, we kind of showed this in the extended play, because I played really badly and still managed to scrape through the mission when I, I, don't, think, I don't think I should have. And that's because they've tried, they've tried to design the... Obviously, you're controlling the Russians, and they've tried to design the gameplay, you know, around the idea that you've got this just a huge quantity of troops, and you can constantly throw conscripts in to try and um, just, like... Whereas the, the the Germans were this highly trained um, like precision strikes, the the Russian response for that was just numbers of troops, and you do get that feel in the campaign. However, it does make it a little bit forgiving to start with because you can constantly get these really really cheap units to just just keep sending them out to back up your your force. And yeah, in the mission we played in the extended play, I completely messed up. I sent snipers. Uh, at the front of my thoughts and got them decimated immediately. You sent snipers as your like rooks yeah, in chess. I had I had like a, <laughs> a heavy machine gun which I kept moving and it meant that he couldn't fire and I just did everything wrong. And yet because I could just keep was the Benny Hill music them, playing <laughs> while yeah. you're doing this. Well, Matt Matt was distracting me. Right, okay. To be fair, um, but I just I kept piling conscripts in and just managed to to like complete the mission just through strength of numbers alone. What, really? And, and that takes, See, the thing takes that I a little bit away. Because it's the Russians. I mean, the, the yeah. Russians won a lot of battles That's like that. That's pretty so. much how and they yeah, did yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah. The, the, but, there's two sides to that argument. On one side, it takes, it takes away a little bit from the kind of uh, the micromanagement of... Uh, you know, obviously, Company Heroes 2 is very close to the troops and it's supposed to be about all these little engagements. It takes away from that a little bit. But on the other side, it, it, you are supposed to be playing the Russians in World War Two. But the thing... There's yeah. only so much you can do with that idea. The thing I loved about Company Heroes one, Steve, <laughs> right? Is, no, no such game. Is Carry on. It wasn't a game. It was an RTS that wasn't about tank rushing essentially, mm-hmm. and it was all about placement. Yeah. And you could put. Well, the Germans still are. That's the thing. When you play multiplayer, you, the Germans are still are still focused around that idea. 
Whereas the Russians ha- have I quite like that because right. it's very, very... It makes the Germans and Russians feel entirely different and to play. And it's very... That's like kind of what happened. That yeah. is kind of what happened in those battles. So it's I like, guess there is logic to it. Yeah. It's like yeah. alien and aliens, isn't it? It's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because <laughs> how close do you stick to... How well, Alien's all about one thing. Well, I think they're in Churchill, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Ali- alien is about one thing precisely hunting down oh, right, okay, each. Yeah. And the second one is just... Action movie, yeah. That's, 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 gun, that's gun noise. Yeah, I'm going to take that out and just use that in something. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's an interesting argument because how close do you do you try and stay to the the kind of historical idea and how much you change for the sake of gameplay? Yeah, you got balance. I, I think, although the, the stock yeah, campaign is a if little bit both, that, yeah. then fair enough. And from what I've heard, the further you get into the campaign, the the less of that there is. It's definitely the first and half you've got of blizzards it. Blizzards as well, right? That's yeah, that, cool. One, yeah, that's the other new change, which isn't a massive change. There aren't massive changes in Company Heroes Two. But they, it, it's interesting, the, the, the effect of weather. Obviously, another big part of the Russian campaign was that the Germans couldn't survive in such harsh conditions. And that's reflected in the gameplay. So uh, occasionally you'll get blizzards coming in and you have to make sure troops are close to uh, you know, sources of heat or they freeze. Does and the ice thing they'll, make le- they'll leave tracks in the snow. That The ice can be broken. Does that make much of them. a difference? Does it make much of an impact on gameplay? Like the idea that tanks can fall through yes it does you have to be very good to you know you have to be very um aware of what's going on to be able to take advantage of it if yeah. a, a line of tanks is crossing a river that's frozen you can smash the ice and you know that's a game See, that moment. to me and if, you, if, yeah. that, if you do that and it works that is an awesome moment because you feel like you've just you, you feel like you were so, so on the ball that you deserved it and yeah no the, the, the environmental changes. the environmental awareness stuff but they're cool. It's cool. Yeah. And this is, uh, this is my first time in the Company Heroes game. And given the impressed. first is the highest rated RTS of all time. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Do you think that this may be a disappointment to some people? Um, well, I don't know. It's maybe those who wanted more changes. Um, but those who wanted a game closer to apparently the, the highest rated RTS. That's the thing. Like how much then, you change Yeah, how much it. you change if you've already created something surely if they just did it with. again there'd be people going well it's just the same game yeah. again and I guess I can see your argument that it does almost, it does feel like a DLC in the sense that well not played it I it's, can't it's say it's the same, feels like anything it's a similar kind of game but with from a different perspective like and Half-Life that's Opposing that Force would do. but yeah it's uh, <laughs> yeah sure why not Half-Life Opposing Force you play as the the, the Opposing Force yeah. the Opposing Force yeah. but it's yeah it's really good and yeah no I've, 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 been, I've been really <laughs> enjoying it 10 year review <laughs> Uh, yes, it is uh, very good. I'd give it a nine. There um, you go. Uh, Gearbox is fine. Apart from that, probably. I'll quickly mention uh, we've still. I've still been playing State of Decay, which is still terrible when you first play it, and wonderful when you. I'm waiting with for the it. PC version, and because I can't play it at for the Xbox well, ten frames a second. <laughs> well, Steve, I, uh, we're, we're starting a, a new mini series with State of Decay from today. Mm-hmm. So, if you are interested and want to see a bit more gameplay, other than just the kind of coverage we've done so far also the here the sheer hilarity of chris trying to keep all his people alive yeah i had an amazing yeah. story about state of the k the other day from my friend um who's playing it and he said obviously because it's got insta death in it mm-hmm. and he'd spent hours building up his main character uh and then insta death permadeath permadeath yeah. sorry um and he said he just went out for a walk just to get some supplies literally he said one of the down the road one of the easiest things he's done and he got, got from nowhere happen- got bit by his arm and this guy dead that's yeah, it it done. happened to me um yeah i i made a, a short video called why you should stick with state of decay and permadeath is i i love it in certain games it was why i loved it was why XCOM was my favorite game last year and it's just those moments where i focused on one character in particular because she was really good at shooting and i put all my um, efforts into getting her skills up 
and then just made a stupid mistake, walked into a building, got surrounded, she died, and I lost all that progress with her and had to go to a character that I hadn't used at all. And I deserve that to happen. It's a zombie apocalypse. You mess around like that, people die. And yeah, it reflects that really well. Yeah. I had that with my sister in XCOM. Oh, God. You don't want to name it after family members. Yeah, I did. Oh. David. That's da- that's very dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah, I, <laughs> no, I, I named my XCOM characters after Battlestar Galactica characters, and that tore me apart, man. Jesus, family would be almost what as bad. About, was it? I don't know what's, what what's up, what's up? What's It's up, like Sims. We've discussed this on the podcast with Battlestar before. Galactica, Just one of the best TV shows that's ever taken place. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that really that pretty much covers. It looks like I've been playing the best games out of you guys over the last of us. I haven't enjoyed anything that I played this week. My Hotline Miami was good, yeah, but... Yeah. Uh, well, there we are. How, do we have any big news of this week? I guess we, didn't, we haven't really covered the, uh, still big. the Xbox still 180. I don't know if I want to talk about it. People yell at me when I give my opinions on Keep this. Keep your opinion, Miller. I don't think they, just people... they definitely do. Really? <laughs> definitely come at me and throw you piece of shit. I think, I think it's surprising that people are coming around to your opinion. <laughs> 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 it's got DRM and all this. They're taking it away. Well, Wah, they're I taking it away. I, I, I mean, I did an article on it if you want to read okay, it. Okay, well, let's quickly just go through the actual changes they've made with so this one. So it doesn't have to go online anymore apart from when you first get it and mm-hmm. set it up um it doesn't have to connect once a day you can games are now physical based yep you can't do the sharing thing anymore it's pretty much it right and i think i think you, if you if you've bought a disc version um you can, can't you don't need to install it and then it. take the disc out and play it no this has to be in the machine yeah. that's, that's which is the one thing that confuses me because i don't know if you can load up multiple games you know like you can switch between tv and games instantly there was one instance in that press conference that they seem to show Killer Instinct was it where they yeah were? they were playing something and then they loaded Killer Instinct now I don't know if the difference is is that Killer Instinct is a digital only digital game, game yeah. Yeah. But but, I bet you could have done it before you can't do it now the disc has to be in that's the, drive. the thing but if you go digi only which I am thinking about doing mm. still yeah um, then you can probably do it yeah. if you've downloaded it I'm sure you'll be able to do it yeah. see that's a big thing for me because if I'm playing I don't know bloody Rise yeah that, you'll, you'll play shit. Rise you'll play Rise <laughs> that then, is the name that is the name yeah. Return of the Bromans and then someone goes hey man I'm in a Battlefield game come join my server I, if I can go alt tab yep onto uh... yeah no it, it looks like both consoles are trying to do that the, the Playstation 4 interface video kind of showed a similar idea you can already switching. kind of do that this, you can already kind of do that on this gen yeah uh, it just takes it's just convoluted but well, you can, you can yeah, accept yeah. a request yeah. and then it oh, says God. insert the disc in the drive the, those moments <laughs> okay. where you where you press uh, accept request on, on Xbox Live and then you're just waiting for it just five ignores minutes. it and you, you forgot sometimes it ignores you don't know whether do. yeah, you don't know whether or not it's still listening anymore are you still trying to get me in that other game because you haven't really done anything you can ask while. connect now exactly Xbox dashboard is fucking terrible yeah but I, yeah. I just think returning to the 180 that <laughs> it was a bad idea, but I mean, my biggest problem with it, and a lot of people have said, oh, that's bollocks, but it's just my opinion, mm-hmm. is that now I don't see the, di- apart from exclusives, which are getting less and less as each generation goes by, you know, I don't, they're the same box now. There's not, I liked having the choice, oh, do I like this? Do I like that? You know, which, whose direction do I enjoy that they're going in? Now you just essentially have two black boxes that just play games. Well, not really. There's still the TV thing, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, but that's but nothing. No one's getting that's excited that's about that. that. I no, ex- I know, but Microsoft yeah. is. Yeah, but, yeah, but, Microsoft but that, but that wasn't... Before, I had gaming reasons to, to make a choice. A TV never came into it, so now TV still doesn't yeah. come into it. And it's just... I'm not saying that Microsoft would have done this. I'm not saying they wouldn't have done this. You felt that they were at least pushing boundaries but in I, some I way. But I at least felt that if they did embrace this digital future, there was a chance. Now, I don't know, and people listening to this don't... None of us will know. We can only argue it until the cows come home. Mm. 
that Microsoft may have gone, right now we can start lowering prices. Yeah. Much like Steam, much like iTunes, much like you know, Amazon Kindle Store. They can actually say, we will offer... We will, you don't know they wouldn't have done that. You can say, oh, but they've done this. I don't care what they've done in the past. I care about that that well, was a feasible option they could have decided to do in the future. And you can say now that it's definitely going to be more... Uh, difficult for that to happen because it's yes. put retailing back into a stronger position exactly. which is good and bad but it's going to well, make it difficult to that's another change point. some of the prices i know i know consumers were uh, making their voice heard but because let, let's not let's not i think a lot of it also the, had to do online. With the, i think the retailers might have had something to say to microsoft and i think if they'd have gone we're not going to support you in your marketing plans as much as we would have done yeah. otherwise i think that probably is and another strong I think that if they'd all sat down, I mean, not necessarily with retailers, but with publishers, and Sony, I think Sony had agreed to do the same thing, and then they saw the reaction and thought, screw that, we're not mm. doing that anymore. I just do. I mean, it's based on nothing. It's just, it's just a gut feeling. But that's, that's the only thing that bothers me, is that um, I, feel, and I, I did like the sharing idea. And for anybody listening who's also tried to stab me in the eye... The whole you could only play for an hour thing. They are saying it's rubbish. Maybe that's a lie. But that's what they're saying. So yeah. it would have been proper sharing. What, so that is something to miss. Saying, we can be upset about that. I don't think what you're saying is in any way. You know that it's very logical. It's it, it, it like I don't think you're saying that the idea of check, checking online every 24 hours was necessarily a good thing. But good things could have come from. Yeah, I, if someone said to me, that, "Design your ultimate console," that wouldn't be a part of it. That yeah, doesn't exactly. serve me in any sense. But if by proxy of that it offers other features, then fine. I'll. I'll, I'll you know, there's always going to be some kind of, of barrier that you have to you have to get over to, to access certain the, things. The game sharing thing was always a very odd thing for me. It was uh, it seemed to fly in the face of the rest of their um, principles. Essentially, it seemed to be almost this DRM breaking mechanic that enabled players who hadn't purchased a license, if that's what you want to call it, to play a game. Yeah, when, I think that's why and, they were so vague about it. And this is what I don't like. I don't like the double standards in that the only reasons the, these DRM things exist in the first place was to stop, well, was to promote the sale of games, right? Yeah. People mm-hmm. need to buy the game to play. Uh, what sale of, not of new What games. a lot of the complaints are is that, oh, fucking game sharing, family sharing's gone. That means I can't share my games with my family. Well, excuse me, you survive for however many years gaming has been doing it now. And really, the only reason you wanted it in the first place was because fucking Bill off the forum could buy it and you could share an account and play his copy of the game. And yeah, you could pay a, all pay a fiver and chip in towards the cost of the game. But it struck me as something that happened with the PS3 when that first launched. And you could download a digital game onto five different PS3s off a single account. And that's exactly what happened. Forums are set up, threads where they're like, I've bought this, five people, who wants to download it? Yeah. And... Like, that's the reason why DRM exists, because they're not getting the truth. They're not selling yeah, that, 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 the amount that they should of course. be and selling. It, it, the, so this game sharing thing, it came out of nowhere. It's like, well, how does this fit in with the rest of the system? It, like, it completely seems to be the opposite of what... It's just digital but, lending. But, but, yeah, but, that's we, it. It's as simple as that. But it's not, is it? Like, we, we I, don't know. We, we haven't to guess on this their is behalf. The thing. And this that's, is the thing. Everyone's assuming Microsoft's it was something. Problem, isn't it? I don't think it was ever what people assumed that it was going to be. I know Microsoft will say now, oh, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was. No, I think but they haven't said exactly what it was. And I, like... The idea of me being able to share a game with my mate in Australia is ridiculous. Like, but it's not sharing. You give them your license, so you can't play it once they. But why would license. any? Why would any publisher yeah. ever allow that? Why would well, Mike... it's just because it's the same as lending? It's called it's embracing. It's embracing the future. If I want to lend Chris Gears of War three, I give him here's Gears of War three, Chris. Now I can just ping it to him over yeah, the but internet. Publishers, that's, that's publishers don't want that though, do they? Like 
obviously Microsoft might have used that yeah, to sell but, a console. But, but they can't stop that. They can't stop it digitally. They can't stop it not digitally. So you may as well embrace the technology we have to do it. It's cool. It makes yeah. fun. Oh, no, well, it's it's cool. It's just, Undoubtedly, it's cool. But how far they would have gone with that, like, I'm not sure either. The exploitation that could happen in that is, is ridiculous. I can't believe it was even on the table. To be perfectly honest, con- considering the rest of the stuff that they were, I don't proposing. see how you would exploit it that much. But this is With the big what, problem. The big problem is no one knows what the fuck it is. Yeah. This is like I think what it might be. Now. Microsoft PR is terrible, and this is this is the same thing that happened when they revealed the Wii U um, all those years ago, and we're sitting in an office, and the most senior man in the office, and I said this before, just shouted, "Someone tell me what the fuck it is," <laughs> because no one knew. And Microsoft's PR team need putting in a bin, and that bin being fired into space. No more Don fucking Matrick and his shiny suit. I don't suit. think it's their PR team. I think it's the executives. Well, like, but the thing PR is, they, they've got no message. Yeah, well, got no but message. That, but that wasn't fed to the PR. It's not the PRs. It's the actual top yeah. brass. Don't care. Feed it get down. rid of all of them. And I know they get a message. Yeah, but they didn't but, get the message. That's the point. Okay. All right. Well, Microsoft's message is all shades of wrong. And it's still not clear now. And it's still a problem. Well, that's because now they're backtracking. When oh, you man. backtrack, you have to kind of... You've got to let the dust settle before you talk now. Because... You know, they need everyone to calm mm. down and they need to come back on an even playing field and say, right, here we are. We, we all know now it's the same. Yeah, it's bollocks. It, it, it's, it's just it's frustrating that we are having to guess what they possibly were thinking because if they'd come out and just flat out explained why these features were being added and what, that, what the benefit was for the people watching, they could have destroyed that conference. Even, where, even though people were so against the idea of checking well, that, in the yeah. light, including myself, the more I think about it, the, if they'd... If they'd explained it and conveyed it the right way, that could have been such a great moment for them. Well, that's another yeah. thing, isn't it? The timing of it was just weird. Like they just, they'd had a week where they could fully explain what they were doing. If they wanted to backtrack, they could have done it there and then they could have had a positive yeah. E3. They'd had months they of people saying, like, they this could is have what had they a, week, well. a week long of positive interviews. We're doing this for the industry, for the gamers, et cetera, et cetera. And isn't it great? Instead, they killed their interviews, didn't they? Instead, they went through a week. Well, no, there's still some, wasn't there? But, but they I'm, went they went through a week of of hassle, essentially, and, and rightfully so. So, only to then go messed up. Uh, but it was sales, wasn't it? I bet they got pre order figures in and went, oh shit. Yeah. Well, I imagine they they'd probably yeah. Well, yeah. PlayStation nailed the pre orders yeah. in there as well. Yeah. I want to go on the record as well. I don't. I like what the PlayStation's doing as well. I do. I think everything. PlayStation bores me to be honest. Well, no, it bore, I don't like the, all games. That's my only worry is that all sort of launch games seem to bore me. But I like what they're doing. I think you know sticking to a a model we always have is already have is fine. But only if somebody else is doing something different. Otherwise, I don't see us moving forward. Yeah. Now I just feel like we have more powerful boxes. Mm. Uh, that's all right, but that, that, that just means visuals are all we care about, really. Mm. I'll have the perfect Xbox One experience when I go out and buy an Xbox One controller and then sync it with my PC. Yeah. And go, <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. They, yeah. Like, that's what I do now. I play yeah. on a wired Xbox pad. And I know it's the great Steam. Oh, we love your Steam. But like we said before, Steam was hated. I hated it. They made me spend money to play Half-Life. Yeah. I had to go and buy loads of internet stuff. Yeah. What is this? PC is becoming more and more appealing. Talking to the Xbox One controller, I keep seeing articles going up saying how the PS4 is the best controller ever made, etc. Et I didn't like it. Perfect I did. shooters. I really liked it. I totally disagree. Really? I found it too small, and I also found the touchpad, and this might have been the game ah. I was playing, uh, which was Thief. I found that some of the integration with the touchpad was a bit uh, maybe a bit yeah, counterintuitive. I'll admit, I, I, I didn't... Did you use your thumb when you were use, using the... I didn't use the touchpad at all, but I, I, when I was looking at the controller, I thought, this is going to... How quickly can you react to that Well, still... I was using my finger, and this is the thing, because my hands are quite big. My thumbs ah, okay. are actually quite close to the touchpad anyway, but because you're so conditioned to use your finger, I was like, okay... So it's like change your weapons in Thief, and I was like, oh, that... and it's just kind of weird because for years okay. we're spending. It's like just hold. 
I, I just ha- just give me a radial wheel. Is, you know, just do. It's surprisingly loose though that button as well, isn't it? It's quite. It feels quite flimsy. It's it, just the whole pad for me. Click it. It's I've never been a, a fan thing. of um, of yeah. the DualShock or you know whatever designs they had before. So a SNES pad with prongs. It feels a bit third party. It does feel a bit third party. Yeah. The new I, Xbox pad, lovely. I really liked it though. I I disagree with you. I, I think the, <laughs> I disagree. I the the smaller joysticks just felt right. They they've slightly changed position on them as well. Um, Are they smaller? The analog sticks. Yeah, like yeah, as in not not circumference, like as in the oh height. Yeah, height. Right. But, yeah. Um, it just felt it felt nicer. They they didn't snap back quite as aggressively as the PlayStation controller. It yeah. Just, I don't know. And the shoulder buttons as well. But that's the thing. They're still not triggers though. People are saying, oh, they're triggers. They're not. They they are buttons with a little bit of a lip on them. It's not like an Xbox controller that feels like mm. you're squeezing a trigger. Yeah. It's not that at all. It still feels like an R2, but with the curve going the other way. The right way. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it feels better. That feels better, definitely. But I'm, I'm not sold on it. I tried to play Killzone on it, and it could, have been, it could have been the input lag on Killzone. I've heard there's a bit of an issue there. But I was just, I couldn't shoot anything. It's a developer thing as well, isn't it? Like, if you play Last of Us, I don't, I don't, most PlayStation 3 games I don't enjoy doing with a pad. Mm. No problem with Last of Us. Yeah. Because I think people are smart when it comes yeah. to developing for it. So there could be a question. Well, especially that. as they were so bad before yeah. with Uncharted 3. Is there an option? Now, did I, did I see this or is this just the tiredness talking when I first played it late at night? Could you adjust the dead zones? In a game I've been playing recently, you could adjust where, well, not you can't adjust the dead zone, but you can adjust the amount of give in the sticks. Mm. I'm not sure if it's The Last of Us, because I always go in to the game options, and not sure. some people, some developers leave subtitles on by oh. default, and that makes me want to kill everyone. But go through and look at the controls, and there was a game I was playing, and you could adjust all of that. I was like, mm. really good idea. Yeah, that's amazing. Because there aren't enough games where you can fully remap all your controls as well. It's like A, B, or C. So yeah. COD, Halo, or, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's a different problem entirely, isn't it? I don't know why, why, why some games are so insistent on limiting... And uh, what you can do with Speaking them. of which, when I played with the Xbox One pad, uh, when I played FIFA, um, the first thing anyone did, so I was watching people play, is they hit start or whatever, the, what's it called You're now? You're going to say change to PES controls. Change to PES controls. And the, and the producers were like, you're not allowed to change to PES controls. You're they embarrassing didn't say that. They did. They said, you're not allowed to, well, they didn't say you're not allowed to change to PES controls. They said, you're not allowed to change the controls. Now, the- <laughs> I presumed right then that because... I'd have to walk out the room. Because the build is unstable, essentially, or what I presumed it to be, and changing things like that, can have like disastrous yeah, effects. Out, yeah. However, what trying to watch people play FIFA, including myself, because I change all the controls around. I can change the triggers around, change the tactical defending off. I was like, oh my days! You know, it should just be. You should be able to customize like that. You know, but uh, I couldn't have played it. I tried. Every <laughs> shot would have gone flying over. Because there was the bar. loads of people watching, and every time someone got in on goal, they'd hit um, X, <laughs> yeah. and they just go. Boo! Never go way. Then they go on. <laughs> the um, the thing about the Xbox One controller that I think is going to take a little bit of getting used to is the impulse triggers, the vibrations in the That's, actual. Is that they the big change for the Xbox for, controller. They were on for Forza. Yeah. Is that the big change? As, it's probably the biggest yeah. change. Yeah. So instead of just having a normal rumble like you would in a normal pad, mm-hmm. it now has. Oh, and the D pads obviously a lot nicer than. Yeah. The 360. Yeah. It's not just a. It's not a circular thing anymore. It's like four individual things. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, it now has two. Well, I don't know how many motors there are, but there's essentially two motors in each trigger now. But what it feels like, you know when you go to um, the theme park or a fun fair and you sit on that chair that's like the electric chair and you, <laughs> you hold the grips <laughs> and it goes <laughs> like that. It feels like that. And the first time it happened in Forza, basically, when you use the brake, when you slam the brake on in Forza, the left trigger, it will try and add this element. It, it makes it feel like there's a little bit of resistance on the brake by sending the, the rumble. And uh, yeah, it feels like that 
really, really? it's like a kind of high pitched buzz. It's not high pitched, but do you, do you know what I mean by that? A very yeah. high frequency. It's like the buzz. triggers have physics, isn't it? And they react <laughs> well, against you. Kind of. So, like when you hit the accelerator, you feel like you're depressing something rather than just slamming it. It's like it down. halfway mm. between force feedback and standard yeah, vibration. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I, it's yeah. all right. I can see that being really good in some games and really frustrating in others. Uh, Depends how they use it. Yeah. It? yeah. I, I, I like the idea of having some resistance when you're pressing a pedal. That sounds kind of. What it I should be cool. for. I, yeah, turned, I think I turned Rumble or Force Feedback off on my Xbox pad about two days after having because it's just it's so pathetic. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, I'm really firing a gun here. Oh guys. no, I, I couldn't be it I played, tried playing, um, I can't remember the game, but. On a six-axis PS3 controller, I was like, it's rubbish with that rumble. Yeah, I don't, I, when I had my six, I didn't like it with that rumble. I'm not yeah, sure. I'm not sure that adds anything for me. The, like, imagine if you're playing at the it's PC, more, yeah. your, your mouse and keyboard just start freaking <laughs> out. <laughs> oh god! I think to me, it's just a comfort thing now. I just expect yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's not That's there. It's not, yeah. But rumble's a last-gen feature. It's true. Then bring it back. <laughs> but yeah, I don't care. Screw it. Let them do what they want. I don't care anymore. Not bothered. <laughs> but wherever you want. You see, like, to bring it back to the very Simon in the, this podcast, the start yeah. of this, there doesn't seem the only thing that now seems different is the controllers, and that's a bit sad. Seeing as we could have had very different systems that cater to very different tastes, and I would, and although I didn't like a lot of what Microsoft was saying, I would have loved to have had a box, and then if I move house or go to my girlfriend's house or go away somewhere, and I take. That box with me. Have good internet. That box. Well, yeah, I would obviously double check that. <laughs> but that box has my games in it. Like, yeah. Well, that's, that's the know. other thing, though. Like the games themselves are the big differentiators as well. Um, now, but with third party, as Simon mentioned, you were right, and we'll get onto it in a second. But yeah, with kind of third party being so important, I do prefer the Microsoft lineup, though. I, yeah. Well, um, I play PlayStation. Yeah, it does bore me a little the bit. PS4 lineup, and I know they're still in development. They're rubbish. In infamous second second son. Well, I didn't get to play that. That wasn't that wasn't playable. But that did look good. But it's not a launch game. Eight out of ten. <laughs> okay, that was okay. That was a, a reference to one of the videos we did. I, I don't actually think it's an eight out of ten. But we haven't played it. Drive, <laughs> Please don't kill me. Drive it's Club is there. Drive Club is everything I didn't expect it to be, and it looked the build looked rubbish. Drive Club injured you, didn't it, Dave? It really did. <laughs> Drive Club was probably the biggest disappointment of E three for me. Um, yeah, didn't look good at all. Um, Killzone was just what, dull. What and, first parties are you guys excited for? At the moment, my the immediate one I go to is Project Spark with the Xbox, but that isn't even exclusive to the Xbox One. I think it's Dead Rising and Forza for me, probably. <sighs> There's nothing that's really killer. Like, no, I know. Yeah, but it's, Dead it's, Rising is probably the closest to what I would consider a game know, that would sell me on a console. It's a shame I don't ask that question and we don't all leap on a game immediately. And like, yeah, oh my like, God, this is so exciting. There isn't, I mean, there isn't that in the that first smart, parties. That smart glass stuff, I know it's gimmicky and I know it's smart glass and boo smart glass, who cares about second screens and all that. <laughs> but that whole Dead Rising 3 thing where it skins your phone to look like the game phone and it calls you on your phone. <laughs> it's such a gimmick. <laughs> that is the most gimmicky I know, thing. But, I'm going to be playing that game and I'm going to get a phone call and I'm like, fuck, Do you hello, just want somebody man. to ring you? Is that it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, it's amazing. Pay me a five a day. Hello, I'll call Dead you Rising. Yeah. That is cool. How's your day, cool. Did you love Red Steel where you had to pick up the, phone, uh, the yes. Wii remote and it yes. was the yes, classic? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so do, you, do you play GTA 4 just to go bowling with Roman occasionally? No, all that is rubbish. <laughs> you don't have to. Oh my days. Actually, you do have to do a lot. But yeah, um, yeah it's, it's interesting though, isn't it? it I, I'm... I'm waiting for the first party games that I'm going want to really 
get excited about. But then this happens every time, right? I, I mean, what so. did PS3 have? have? What did Xbox 360 have? Perfect Dark, I guess. Uh, maybe. Yeah, the company. PGR. Company. The outfits. Sorry. The outfit. That wasn't launched again, though, was it? Nah, window enough. and I'm being sarcastic anyway it's a terrible terrible game Call of Duty 2 I guess Call I think Duty you buy 2. into it in the kind of not in the midterm a mid to long I think you know there's well I mean what if you look if you went even further back so you went to the generation before this one so when PlayStation 2 launched so you had uh, Tekken Tag and you had Time Splitters which was ace that's what really sold me on the yeah. on the machine as well as just being PlayStation but it wasn't the greatest the Fantavision hmm? oui. whereas of course Xbox had Halo. First thing and I've... not a lot else. Shenmue 2 it's... and we did have a PGR game and Dead or Alive 3. It's interesting, particularly when you're younger, the, those um, exclusives can be so important to what you're tracing the end. I guess then again, maybe it, does that even change? Like mm. I, I bought, I was a, a Sony boy because of Final Fantasy. I had no interest in the Xbox at all. Final Fantasy, that's what I cared about. And so... But as that, as we're saying, as that, that kind choice. of dies, as that, you know, as you know, third-party allegiances become up you know not viable due to money essentially i mean you just then then you get into the point where you're like okay well which version is better oh, yeah so at the end of the day we still think, don't really know and we yet, don't do really we? know and so it's, it's it's difficult ps4 seems to be winning over people at the moment because a it's cheaper b on paper it sounds least, like it's it more powerful and uh see just the, the sony's messaging is more consistent yeah. and uh the whole indie thing yeah. but when you when you think about it, it's like, well, Xbox, by the look of it, has better games yeah, Xbox at the moment. Better games at a the, lot of people disagree with A3, that. I, I made that comment online foolishly and everyone... Really? Yeah, everyone said they don't agree. And I'm so. not convinced that Sony are going to deliver a network that can live up to Xbox Live. And everyone's overlooking the fact you now have to pay for, to play multiplayer on. Yeah, but it's wrapped in other. They, they managed to other calls. announce that yeah. after all the I know, very positivity. Clever. I, think, I, I think we were sitting in their conference and that just went... Whoosh, yeah. Oh, they, they skimmed oh over. and by yeah. the way... Um, yeah, seriously. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. PlayStation Plus, you know, the benefits of that is great. But, I don't know, like, PlayStation Network isn't... Everyone's on Xbox Live. Yeah, screw it. That's enough next-gen talk. I don't talk about it anymore. I hate next-gen. I hate it. <laughs> we, need to, we need to stop breaking Simon during these podcasts. <laughs> I, I hate next-gen. It's next becoming gen. a theme. Next Do you want to talk crap. about darts night? <laughs> I want to play SNES. I want Mario Kart in my plastic box. I want to plug it into my cartridge and blow on it first. I can't play SNES anymore. Do you know why? Because Mode 7? It's a bit weird. Uh, yeah, yeah, that gives me the fear. But also, I never liked the SNES controller. It's very it's tiny. It though, is really. tiny. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, not... I can hold it in my palms yeah. and put my entire it's, fingers It's not and built for a grown man. But yeah, I want my SNES back. You know what? I'm, I'm Wii U. Screw it. I'm making my choice now. I'm a Wii U. I'm playing Wii U. That's what I'm yeah, buying. Yeah, just someone needs to do something with that yeah. pad. <laughs> just release anything. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's let's rattle through a few community questions to end the podcast. Um, Xbox we've, One. Yeah, we've already talked Xbox One, which was the first question I had. Let's... This is quite a good one, actually. Um, with Gamescom coming up this summer, uh, what's left uh, to be announced there, or what's what kind of oh, news well, can we expect anything. from uh, Gamescom? Because Sony have mentioned that they've got there's a, a PS Vita show. There's going to be some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, there, that wasn't an awful lot. Well, to nobody talk about nobody with the bought PS Vita. one. I've got one. Well, <sighs> playing one this morning. <laughs> I everyone agrees that the PS Vita is a really nice handheld. It just hasn't got games to play on it. Yeah, which, yeah I agree. So. That'd be kind of, I'd I think pumped to see some stuff from them. Gamescom, as it usually is, will be more about the playing and less about the announcing. Yeah. Like, no one really has any conferences or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there may be sort of one big announcement that kind of sneaks out, but I don't think anything major. I know, I've never been before. It's, there's a lot of behind-closed-door stuff, though, mm-hmm. isn't there? Is that 
Is that similar to the kind of presentations well, yeah. we were getting at Ifri? Well, no, there is a, there's a dedicated press area. So there's actually sort of every publisher has their own... Um, they have their show floor booths. And then they have their... I call them meeting rooms. They're more like mini offices, really. Uh, so, yeah, you, you, if you're in the press, you can do your entire show without going on the show floor, whereas E3 integrates both. Yeah. So that's why it's more about playing. She'll go to a dedicated room, you'll sit down and you'll play a game for you know, an extended period so, of time. So a lot of the stuff that's going to come out of it is going to be like stuff from interviews, reaction to things we've yeah. heard at E3. I think so, but then again, there have been announcements in the past, so somebody may have something planned. But it's okay. less showy, that's, that's for sure. Cool. Uh, okay, a few, a few more quickfire ones. Other than The Last of Us, which I'm not entirely sure is a zombie game. We're not allowed to say that. No, it's a zombie game. They're mushroom people. The internet has decided that they're mushroom people and like we, toad. we shouldn't call them... Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, toad in the real world. They, they, they bite people to infect them. Yeah, but they infect them with mushrooms. <laughs> Any, Where right, are you going with this, Steve? Anyway, the, the, the question <laughs> is... No, uh, <laughs> team's favourite zombie games, and there is also a follow-up to this as well. Last of Us. Left 4 Dead. Other than The Last of Us. Left 4 Dead and Resident Evil 3. And the original yeah. Resident Evil, wasn't it? Well, everything Resident Evil. Uh, not until nec- modern times. Oh, actually, I've got Red Dead zombie game out, that's exactly what I was going to say Undead Nightmare Undead was Nightmare, fantastic yeah, was really I really enjoyed it it was a small DLC for, well it wasn't even that small actually was Eight it hours? Yeah, cause it had, I was thinking more of the multiplayer which I really enjoyed um, which mm, I'm not good. sure I'm not sure how many people played the Red Dead multiplayer not a lot um, but yeah the, the actual single player was really nice completely reskinned the world some nice little humour in it yeah. uh, I'm a big fan of Undead Nightmare Dave you got a favourite zombie game? Dying Light but that's not true, is it? You haven't played. Have you played Dying Light? It's going to be a Techland classic. <laughs> oh. Might as well call it Dying Light, the cartel from another world on an uh, on an island it's, in the middle okay, of. Though? Well, it's not yeah, just Simon that's broken, is it? Yeah. It's not just Simon. Um, okay, and a follow up question from Grammatron: are, are we anywhere close to zombie games? Uh, becoming less popular oh, I'm no, so no. bored of zombie games uh, you, I thought I was State of Decay told me I exactly. wasn't trust me you've got plenty of zombie the, games to, I'd say at least six a year Call of Duty Ghost is a zombie game yeah. for all intents and purposes you've got brainless enemies running around in a post-apocalyptic America there you go if you didn't think Last of Us was a zombie <laughs> game pow serious answer to that previous <laughs> question yeah. Into the Dead Into the Dead mm-hmm. oh the Endless Runner on mm-hmm. iPhone yeah it's pretty good Oh. Well, The Walking Dead, right? But oh, yeah. I haven't finished that yet. Yeah, I can't we didn't mention The Walking Dead. Thanks for spoiling that, by the no way, Chris. No problem, no problem, Dave. <laughs> uh, from the Twitter sphere, we've got uh, how would you improve The Last of Us? Higher gates? We all agreed on higher gates. More consistent mechanics. <laughs> Simon's going to hit me. You look fine. like you're. Are you okay, Miller? I'm so hot in this room. Is <laughs> the door open? It is. Uh, I've, the door. I've, I've given okay. up. I've given up on life. I'll waft the air in. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna ask about Animal Crossing, but I think it's only Matt who's been playing that at the moment, hasn't he? I've I don't understand. It don't plays. I don't understand Animal Crossing. I, I've heard Animal Crossing described as a, kind of like a Facebook game without all the nonsense. Yeah, like, that's all a the, very good way to describe it. The incentives to pay. No, there's a lot money. of nonsense. Yeah, but you know, a different kind of nonsense. There's, you're not being, you're not being convinced to pay. I don't know a few internet coins to speed up the, the, only the way is this is tree a, grows. Isabella. Accepts my advances when I flirt in Animal Crossing. Oh, Whereas Isabella on Facebook. Jesus Christ. Might as well not Why? It was a question about Animal Crossing. <laughs> Why would you break that? Um, let's see. Thoughts on the OUYA that's being launched this week, right? OUYA, yeah. Not for me. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Who is it for, the OUYA? Because it's 
Obviously, uh, it's not for YouTube, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you're looking for that video, we don't know where it is either. We lost it. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we put it on YouTube, and now it's not oh, there. It's strange how so that happened, must, isn't it? I think we dropped it behind the sofa. Yeah, classic. Which you could do with the Ouya, it's very small. Exactly. Yeah. Are there any games on Android that you would actually buy a console for? <laughs> the Ouya is a good idea, but at the moment, I don't think it's exactly being... I think the Ouya is for the same market that bought things like the Raspberry Pi. Like, yeah, it's that yeah, kind yeah. of messing around with, with uh, new tech and finding way... Like, it can still play you kind but of... But it's the way they're marketing it. They're marketing it as a, as a new next-gen console. Yeah, and when you, when you open the box, doesn't it say something about believing in Thank games? Thank you for believing and, or yeah, something. And oh my God. designed by gamers for gaming and that kind of stuff. It's interesting. I, I, yeah, I think they might have got the message slightly wrong there. It's not going to compete with your typical consoles. Um, Angry turds. So people buying it for, like, thinking that that's going to happen, you're going to be a little bit miffed. Uh, so that's my... Wasn't there a story? Hang on. Who was it who said that they saw someone trading there? That was one of our freelancers uh, tweeted saying, and I immediately called bullshit, thinking it might be one of those, you know, gags. Uh, no, someone, someone trading in. So no, trading in a 360 for... Oh, God. Oh, yeah. One... Oh, that's crazy. As if there was already one to trade in for. Like, I think um, <laughs> one of the best like, kind of hands-on I've seen with the UER is a YouTuber called Ashens, and he, he wasn't a backer of the Kickstarter. He literally was in a second-hand shop and saw an UER, like I think, a day or two after it had been launched. And was like, what the hell? That can't be real. That is, that is terrible. The only so people, you just went, okay, I'll buy it. <laughs> the only people that have the UER are the people that supported it with their money and backed it and was like, yes, we're going to revolutionize something. <laughs> and they immediately went out and... Like it's traded in, in for like. Well, they haven't even got them, have they yet? It was just yeah. I, it's some, like, some people had them. Oh, weeks. Actually, yeah. I know like, someone that got theirs a month ago. Do you so. remember um, on live and they were handing those consoles out? Eurogamer and I was standing in the queue uh, and they were giving them out and there were guys literally on eBay going, "How much? Do, how much are these going for on eBay?" Yeah. And they were going, "Yeah, I'll have one. I'll have one. Thirty quid." Yeah, that's Dangerous. what people do. People are terrible. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah, I imagine there are a few Wii consoles. How much did you make on it? Say, still got mine. Never yeah. opened the box. So there. how is that any better? At least so that someone else managed to buy a, a <laughs> on live console as a result of someone selling it. You're, you're a hoarder. The console's oh, yeah. out to everyone who attended that expo. Like, that, that must really? have cost them so much money. I had high hopes for that. Yeah. It didn't work out. Yeah. It's too soon. And a final kind of question just to, to round things off. We've already talked about what we've been playing this week. Any, any kind of things you're looking forward to in the next couple of weeks? No, we're in the quiet season. Ashes August. Cricket. It all gets good in August again. I'm about to play Spartacus Legends straight after this podcast, which... Free-to-play downloadable game, Yeah, right? free-to-play Xbox Live Arcade doesn't inspire a lot of confidence, but you never know. It was rubbish. I played it last year, it was oh, rubbish. Oh, and there's the dream. <laughs> the dream's gone. <laughs> look out for the... Um, just look in the crowd. That's all I'm going to say. What? Just, Is there someone in the crowd? <laughs> there are things in the crowd. Is there... Do you? I mean, tell you me. in the crowd? No, it was just... It was very odd when we all discovered it last year. That it just, basically, it's... Almost, it's, it's Game of Thrones syndrome where there's just naked women in the crowd for some reason. That sounds right of your street. Oh, hold David. on. We, sorry. We've, we've completely missed out on the biggest game of the year and it comes out this Friday. Ride to Hell. Ride to Hell. 1%. I've heard you guys talking about this. What, what the hell is Ride to Hell and why? Well, the game has been coming out for about eight years. I think it was announced eight years. 2005, I think it was the first time. <laughs> it's totally a totally different game now, right? It's totally different to what it was I hope originally. So. <laughs> Who knows? It could be the same. It used to have one screenshot from many years ago, and the screenshot, I think, was just a highway. And so when I was working on magazines with Simon, he'd have to do a thing called 
previews roundup where you go through the rest of the games and you'd invariably <laughs> How always many be previews did you do for it well you always invariably want be one preview short because you talked about all the games <laughs> so right to hell would go in as a joke and be like it's definitely coming out and now it is coming Man, out it's actually coming out oh, yeah. God, we've got to do something with it and surely just, just for you it. too you, you need this closure I'm hoping for a delay I don't ever want to play it <laughs> so, so I can keep doing I've, it I've watched the launch trailer I don't want to oh, play God, it is that an American is now, it? isn't it yes is it a game about a motorcycle it. club or something yes, yes. Yeah. sounds awesome get it off steam it's made by former people apparently that used to work for Rockstar yeah it's definitely not the, the Lost <laughs> and Damned 2 though yeah. It's new oh, Technics, man. isn't it? Yeah, brand new studio made up of people that apparently used to work at Rockstar. It's not a brand new studio. I hate the name your Technics you te- as well. I thought Technics was um, the Ferrari Challenge guys. Yeah, but I, like, so I say brand new studio when it's first announced. That's so <laughs> oh, long right. ago, it probably was a brand <laughs> yeah. new studio. Actually, that's a good right. point, isn't it? Yeah. Video games are brand new. <laughs> well, there we are. I'm, I'm quite. I'm going to check this don't, out as well. Yeah, it's I mean, be... it might, don't, <laughs> probably don't buy it. Yeah. I reckon no, you should the, wait. It's been in development for eight years, at least. More than that. That's. It's got to be good. You're right, Chris. That worked out for Duke Nukem, didn't it? It, it did. You're right. There we are. This is going to be ace. You let me know how you get on next week. <laughs> and Aliens worked out for Aliens. Yeah. I think the clue is in the title. Uh, Ride to Hell? No, 1%. the 1%, 1% bit. Yeah, it looks like what, a review what, score of 1%. That makes me laugh every <laughs> It's so funny. If you watch any trailer, because the 1% refers to some kind of motorcycle thing. Yeah, it's like um, the whole anarchy yeah. kind of But idea. like, it, you see, the ride to hell goes, dun, and hits the thing. Then retribution, dun. Then about 10 seconds, it just goes, ding, and a 1% turns up. Like, it's re-reviewed. <laughs> what, the, the tone's differently. It's a well, ding. No, no, so there's oh, no that. But it does look like they've reviewed it and given it 1%. It's very funny. <laughs> Very funny. But you play it, Chris, and in true sort of WWE fashion, we won't talk for a week and then you okay. can tell me your reactions next week. All right. <laughs> we, don't, um, we, don't, we don't talk backstage. We only talk in front of the cameras. Yeah, we, yeah it's yeah. a little bit impersonal, if I'm honest, Simon. Uh, and, uh, yeah, to wrap up the podcast, we've got <laughs> a couple of things. Dude, it's live on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, and live in the video game <laughs> studios, it's Chris Pratt's appraisal. Chris has been fired. <laughs> uh, yeah, please don't. Um, <laughs> I, I, will you just let me this pimp these two things? It's gone mad. I'm trying to, trying to... Okay, so we've got two things I need to mention. We've got the podcast competition, which wraps up, I think, next week. Uh, the, we've, we've had some really good entries, actually. Some Have terrifying you, entries. Yeah. There's, there's a couple for you, Dave. Really? Yeah. What is this about? Uh, it, you know, it the, was the competition the where you had scrolls. to... Yeah, we, oh, yes. Me and Matt have been playing a bit of scrolls, so we asked people to design cards that could go into that game. Yeah. A few of them feature you, and they're quite amusing. So yeah, the, if you would like to win yourself a lovely game from shop2.net, I think uh, you might want to go check out the forums. There's uh, a thread and you, you don't even have to know what Scrolls is or have any artistic talent. I want to make this very clear. I really like the, the just horribly, horribly misguided entries. Um, Community.videogamer.com, I yes, believe. Yes, there we are. And whilst you're there, you can also check out the other member of the month thing uh, that's going on in which one member of the forums gets voted as the the pinnacle of as uh, the best person on the, the internet, internet. Yeah. well done you win the internet and a game yeah up exactly to 50 pounds exactly and you can even win one just for voting for that person so yeah. three three games just, up for grabs just games everywhere just for being on the internet and yeah. everyone's on the fucking Please internet be on the internet although you know to enter you do have to have a constant internet connection yep uh, <laughs> otherwise you can't access the forum hours. to find out yeah what that was topical that's like it, it now I'm it dead that comment is just sealed my, my, my funeral <laughs> right I think we need to let Simon get out of here so uh, <laughs> it is very warm gonna wrap this up thank you very I'm much for listening up. to the Video Game UK podcast this week uh, been joined by some lovely guests Simon he's almost over a friend not guests I'm like a permanent member oh. we should get some actual guests 
Yeah, Should go get people off Croydon Street. That's Croydon. definitely not. I, I, I quite like the idea of doing a video series. What Croydon thinks on just random gaming right, topics. None, none, of, none of this is happening. Can you please? Just so we know. <laughs> we might need to, uh, yeah, ensure the, the camera and my personal safety as I go around Can we asking film? people. No one will ensure you. Let's film an extended play in your gym. Uh, right. See you later, guys. <laughs> that is so nice. Thanks for tuning in. That, that was David Scammell. Hello, bye. See you later. Uh, that's it. You got it. You got the second time. <laughs> Let's deceive the Burns Burns. See ya. And I've been Chris Bratt. Thank you very much. And we will be back next Wednesday. Goodbye. Madness. This is the hottest room on the planet. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Can't handle it. <laughs>